Welcome to Board Game Box Office, the Table Knots podcast about board games, movies, and all the space in between. Today, I'm joined by Kinney, Dooland, and real-life Final Girl, Jamie, from Foster the Meeple. We'll be discussing Final Girl, a hugely successful solo board game from Van Ryder Games, as well as Final Girl movies, tropes, and more. Before we get into our featured topic, let's chat about some of the games we've been playing and movies we've been watching. Kinney, what you been doing lately? Well, Max, I'm going to answer this question by not answering your question, um, but I'm going to actually going to pose. In fashion, yeah. yeah, that's what we do. I'm going to pose a question to the group since we have Jamie here, an actual real final girl. I think uh, me, you, and Doolin, we need to figure out what how how do we fit into this motion picture. Um, oh, yeah. I think Doolin. Well, that's just my rough pass at it. But I think Doolin is. The supportive friend who oh. sacrifices himself at the end for Jamie. Aww. So I think we're, we ought to be in Jamie's troop, right? Kenny thinks yeah. so highly of me. <laughs> well, I yeah. love Doolin's the virgin that gets killed first. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably right. I would say I'm the book- bookish nerd that finds the key to the plot, but then dies in the library. And then Max, you're obviously the slut. So, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> that. I agree. That pans oh out. My God. That checks out. <laughs> so, okay, anyway. Um, I've been watching the <laughs> TV show. Uh, we, we should talk about movies here, but uh, let's talk about a TV show called The Fall of the House yes. of Usher. Um, this is on this so Netflix. Um, this is by Mike Flanagan. Um, have any of you ever seen his other stuff, uh, mm-hmm. Haunting of Bly Manor? Um, I've only seen Hill House. I've seen Hill House and Bly Manor. I've seen those two. I really want to see Midnight Mass. Same. Okay. Yeah, I've actually actually never seen Midnight Mass either. Um, my wife watched that without me, so oh, there you go. Um, so <laughs> uh, I would describe like his film style for those two shows, like as kind of like horror with like a really strong emotional core. Like that, those shows can make you cry a lot. Um, the Fall of the House of Usher though is really interesting because I've only I'm only three or four episodes in, but it does not feel like it at this point. Um, mainly because uh, those two those two shows, Boy Manor and um, Hill House, were basically about families that are struggling and just you know trying to get by, weathering tragedies and all that. But Fall of the House of Usher, Usher is about a family, an ultra rich, wealthy family that is had some either money off the of pharmaceuticals and a lot of like uh, things that have kind of taken a tax on uh, society. You're not really rooting for them at the beginning. Um, and the basic plot of it, the movie of the show, and I don't think it's really giving anything away because it kind of uh, established it in the, like the first 10, 15 minutes, is that the patriarch of the family, Usher, is basically recounting his crimes to like a, a lawyer, a DA who's been trying to prosecute him for years. And all of his all of his children have like died within like the past two weeks. So like six children have died in the past six weeks. And he's basically recounting how they've died. And some of the deaths are just absolutely just wild and gruesome, uh, which is another thing I think kind of sets apart. It's like this has just been a lot of fun to watch because uh, the the some of the deaths are just like wild. Like I don't I wouldn't want to spoil it, but like the second episode is like I think where things pop off and you're like, oh okay, I see where this is gonna go. And it's just been a lot of fun to see rich people die. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Th- I do think it will probably hit that emotional core because there are some characters like you can really empathize with and like I think are likable, but beginning not so much. Um, but yeah, I, I've really been enjoying it. It's a much different tone than his other t- uh, the other stuff that I've seen by him, but it's been a lot of fun and uh, I'm definitely um, excited to watch the rest of it. Yeah, I briefly 
read a little bit about this and I think most people agree with what you're saying. They said that, you know, if like Bly Manor and Hill House were true, like dark horror with an emotional core, then this is more of like a slasher slash horror comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it leans into that. Now, a lot of people, I watched the trailer and from the trailer, I was afraid that it wouldn't really be scary at all. Cause truly I thought Hill House was scary. Yeah. And yeah. I liked Hill House a lot. Um, but I, from I what Bly I've Manor read from too. people, I've not seen Bly Manor, oh. uh, much like Amber Danielle watched Bly Manor without me. <laughs> um, but, uh, I thought Hill House is great and scary and I was worried this wouldn't be, but people reported that it is pretty scary. Do you, have you got to that at all yet or is it not at all yet? For it you? is. I mean, I think he, he always built in like, um, jump scares and just like little pop-up mm-hmm. moments. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It's okay. also kind of gross. There's some like very like gruesome scenes in there. Um, sure. like I said, that second episode, whoa. Look out for it. Yeah, I'm really stoked to watch this. I want to see it very badly, but I need to catch up on his other shows too. Is it like supernatural? Like, I don't know if that's a spoiler, but are um yes, but is it? I, I would say it's definitely supernatural. It's, really? it's not. It's not just like a family getting you know dying, but interesting. There's, there's probably a reason. I don't know what it is yet, but um, <laughs> I actually thought it was more just like akin to a slasher. I didn't even realize there was any kind of supernatural element in yeah. there. So that's mm-hmm. the okay. only reason I haven't started it yet because I'm alone in a hotel and I'm like I can't just be watching ghost stories by myself. <laughs> I did that. I did that with Hill House. Jeff was gone. And I watched the entire season by myself in my old house. And I was like, I have never regretted anything more in my entire life. So yeah, exactly. It really, uh, it really like, uh, impacts you more though. It does you do it that way. Yeah. yeah you, you should really watch the shining right now. The shining would be perfect for your situation. Mm, true. <laughs> no thanks. Not, not here. No thanks. All right, Jamie, what have you been doing lately? Okay. Well, I have been playing lots of games because I've been playing lots of solo games, but I'm here in Tennessee for anybody that doesn't know I'm in Tennessee. Yeehaw. And, uh, <laughs> I just started Rocky top, baby. Yeah, I just started my, <laughs> my new job and my team are obviously all board gamers. And so we brought out the game Grindhouse the other day at lunch, um, which is like a horror <laughs> narrative type of game. So who is it by? I don't even know. Hold on. It's by Everything Epic Games. And um, it doesn't have a super great rating. But anyways, it doesn't matter. So in this that game. does not matter at all. It has a cool cover. It doesn't matter. So like you pick a theme. So it comes with a bunch. So there's like Fun House or Carnival. There's Cthulhu. There's yeah, blah, 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 all of these different things. So we played Carnival. And then you randomly pick five story cards. And then you'll pick it up and you'll read through the narrative and then it's going to give you some options rolling dice and you're trying to be the last person to survive basically and what's going to happen if you don't roll well it's kind of like a push your luck game you're going to get limbs chopped off you're going to get like head wounds and body wounds and all of these things and in hours we played the carnival one and it was um some creepy clown snickerdoodle or something like that (laughs) i don't know (laughs) something like that and it was it was great because everyone around the table was like reading in a creepy clown voice and like everybody also has like secret objectives so it's a really big take that game you're trying to get other people killed you're trying to like screw other people over so my objective as an example in one game i have my 
the neighbor to my right was my distant relative and I won if I kept him alive. His goal was that the neighbor to his left had to die or else he like <laughs> wouldn't win or whatever it was. Anyways, it's super fun. It's I don't think that it's you can really find it in a lot of places because I think it might have been Kickstarter only, but they have done like a bunch of expansions for it. So I've now put it in the Grail Games channel because I need it. I think that you guys would really like it. I remember that game popping up on uh, Card House, which is like a, a website that I use, like a retail site. Mm-hmm. And it was probably like only like 25 bucks or something. I, I don't know, a year or so ago. Mm-hmm. And I did not buy it, obviously, at the time. <laughs> and now now that's unfortunate that I didn't. I didn't realize it was going to be like a yeah. hard to find game. I think specifically. It's only uh, $200 on Amazon. So 200 Perfect. Pennies. Yeah. I think yeah so it's 35 (laughs) on card house but it's out of stock so that's well yeah anyways it was super fun so if you like you know very thematic take that it's a super mean game because you're trying to get other people killed basically and you can die on the first round Doolin loves mean games I listen I would I'm all down for it I'd like I think you'd like the story of it for sure Max you'd probably enjoy I don't know all the people when I crafted a story of uh not flamingos what are they called the birds that i pushed to the front he didn't like that story in mm. zuvetus that's because you were a jerk yeah. about it <laughs> mm-hmm. well you know it's it's kill or be killed you know in zuvetus <laughs> yeah <laughs> zuvetus, kill. baby kill or be killed <laughs> uh i find a while like i kind of keep up with the board games i i know it's coming down and stuff like this but i have never heard about this game have you did, did you know about this game before like no. it was introduced to you? Uh, my boss kind of came out of his office. He's like, do you guys want to play Grindhouse? And I was like, mm, what's that? Because there's like a movie about called Grindhouse, right? There's a horror yeah, movie. Yeah. Um, mm. And that's what it's based off of, essentially. So I'd never heard of it. And I went in with very low expectations because it is just kind of like meant to be a silly party game. But it was super, super fun. Mm. Sounds like prom in 2012. <laughs> I think you can late pledge for uh Grindhouse season two. What? Right now. It seems like there was it was a update on Kickstarter just three days ago. Seven hundred backers pledged sixty five thousand dollars. Oh, you crazy. Uh the estimated delivery is this month. <gasps> That's so soon. And apparently you can late pledge uh on grindhouse2.backerkit.com. Oh my god. So you know, if you're interested, I am. There you go. I freaking am. Go find it. Continue's gonna be distracted for the next uh, fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, she can be, she can be distracted for a little bit. That's okay. Good thing only Doolin's talking. That's fine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, we need Jamie here because she has played this game. That's true, and Kenny hasn't. But I wanna I, I want us to try to sell Kenny on this heavily thematic horror <laughs> themed game um, that is uh, unlike games that I was told uh, I play only. When uh, I wasn't on the podcast last week, this is a really <laughs> highly sought after, highly like uh, intelligent game called Happy Salmon. Um, mm. And Happy Salmon is by the Exploding Kittens uh, company and North Star Games, which they're all, they're both known for uh, really, really heavy, heavy games. Uh, fours and fives on on BGG for sure. Not bad. <laughs> is that their um, rating or their weight? <laughs> but anyway, Kenny, you're gonna get a handful of cards, and these cards are gonna direct you to do some things with other people at the table. And you gotta much uh, like porno charades. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And you got to draw the card, read it to yourself, and and then remember what that action is going to ask you to do. So some things might tell you to do things like uh, a high five, which universally most people know what that means. Uh, happy salmon, which uh, means you're going to flop hands together, which I just did it on camera, but nobody <laughs> listening is going to know. Uh, another is switch it up, which means that you're going to switch spaces with another person at the table and then the last one is fish bump fish bump which is my favorite and that means you're gonna uh, fist bump uh, another person at the table and you have to do that with people who also draw the same card as you and do it faster than other people at the table who also might be getting that so like if max draws fish bump i draw fish bump and jamie draws fish bump i want to yell fish bump over jamie to max so that i can fish bump him faster and we can move on to our next card and the first person to get rid of all their cards wins the game. So really, really uh, difficult to learn game, but I think rewarding after your first or second play um, lasts about an hour to two hours, just like Twilight Imperium. No, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just BSing at this point. What do you think, Kenny? So I, I've seen this game be, being played and I'm not going to lie. I, I, would, I would not want to play this game. Yeah, this <laughs> seems like Kenny's nightmare. Yeah. Talk about <laughs> scary. Uh, Porno charades was my nightmare last week. This week might be happy salmon. So <laughs> you don't like charades? I do not like charades. No. What about monikers though? Uh, I tolerated monikers. You know. Oh well. But monikers is so good. It is. I, I love the first two thirds of monikers. The last third, I tolerate. You know. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> um, I do just want to say that the reason I'm bringing this game up is because I was gone all last week in a country uh, that had a whole bunch of people that didn't speak english but spoke spanish and i know uh, just enough spanish to be able to explain this game and uh, it was a lot of fun actually uh and it being able to teach a game in another language was is also uh, a fun thing to try to do if you've ever had to but we should do an episode on foreign films and board mm. games that are language de- independent mm. good idea good idea yeah emily also brought trio and we were going to play trio but we never got the chance to which yeah. that's also a great yeah. game. You should have taken Nana. Nana. I don't, ha- I don't have Nana. I got no. Trio. It's not the same. Trio's not as good. It's not as good. Doesn't have cats on it. <laughs> it's the exact same thing. <laughs> it doesn't have cats on it. It doesn't have it. the same feeling. That's... doesn't have the same yeah. juxtaposition. Jamie, did you like... Did you... Oh, God. <laughs> did you like Happy Salmon, Jamie? I did. That's like... I, I think it's such a fun little silly game that kind of gets everybody to their seats and laughing and yeah. whatever like it's a great little filler it's not something i'd want to play at like every game day no no um it's like a good 20 minutes every game. once in a while yeah i almost actually oh, yeah. bought it the other day because i was at target target sorry and uh because <laughs> we don't have those in canada i was losing my mind and i actually <laughs> i ended up buying like seven thousand dollars worth of pokemon cards instead but I was going to get happy. <laughs> what? <laughs> Not actually, but like $200 worth. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I almost bought happy sand. Like five packs? Oh, listen. Five packs. <laughs> she pulled some cool, cool cards. Look at how many. Now the people, that's this a, is that's a, a podcast and you can't see. Yeah. They can hear it. This is the perfect hear. medium for that. You hear that? How would you, how that, would you yeah. describe that? That's like $200. Like a shoebox full. That's, that's two hundred dollars right there. Yeah, yeah. It's like a child shoebox. 
Yeah. yeah, I think Happy Salmon's a lot of fun just as like a 20 minute intro game. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's definitely too much touching for Kenny's sake. <laughs> yeah, it's too much fun. I, I'm, I'm not for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny doesn't like acting, talking, or touching. Yeah, yeah. You basically got it. No, I, yeah. I, I mean, this is a game I, I play due to peer pressure. So mm-hmm. I'll, that's what I'd say. Mm-hmm. All right. Thursday, Doolin, bring it. Oh, for sure. <laughs> bring it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, now I'm going to talk about a movie um, because the only game I've played recently is Ankh, and what? we decided we're not we're not prepared for that kind of fighting oh, we are. T- today on the podcast. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to talk about Parasite, which is uh, a movie that I've seen multiple times, probably talked on the podcast at least a little bit, um, but we've never talked about it with like other people around that have also seen it. So I've always had to keep myself very restrained from what I say. Um, now. This isn't like a feature topic, so I really I, I hate to dive too deep into spoilers, but I do think that if you haven't heard or seen Parasite, you probably should skip ahead five minutes because I think we're going to talk a little bit about Parasite spoilers because fortunately, every one of us have seen it. In fact, Doolin, myself, and Jamie all just watched it this week. So uh, we just want to talk about it a little do bit. We, but Parasite love is... It? Love it oh, for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just, I was I couldn't remember what all everybody's ratings was, but yeah, I think no. all of us have at least a four point five on it. Yeah, I think you got the lowest rating. With a four point five, is yeah. the lowest. <laughs> I think that's I insane. Gave it a five. I think you're the only one without a five. Yeah, wow. I I, I want to rewatch. I think it might be like The Shining, where I rewatched it and it'll be that level, but we'll see. Yeah, I would like to hand the floor. I know this is my sec- segment, but like. I would love to hear your thoughts as a first time viewer, because that was my third time seeing Parasite. Uh, so to clarify, I love this movie. I think the twists are incredible. I think the acting is incredible. It's just like fun and exhilarating the whole way through. Um, but like, I remember my first time watching experience being just absolutely floored by it. So like, what, 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 did, what did you all feel just going through it on a first time? Well, I need to say a few things. Number one, I thought it was a horror movie. It was not. Me number, too. Number two. I, thought, I explicitly stated. I didn't know. This is Max, not a horror movie. Number yeah, two, I, don't, I, don't, I don't trust you sometimes. I don't listen to Number you. two. I swear to God, somebody told me it was like the Korean version of Contagion. I thought, of course, it's a parasite. Yes. I thought it was. I thought it was about some kind of a, a, a disease, an epidemic. Another movie that I talk about a lot is REC, which is a horror movie, uh-huh. and it is the Spanish version of Quarantine. Oh, well, I don't know how movie. I got I, there, Max, but I think that's exactly what Okay, happened. I was going to say, I wonder if that's where, because I talk about Parasite a lot, I talk about <laughs> REC a lot, so I wondered if that was the disconnect. It probably, oh, no. it went from the Spanish version of Quarantine to the Korean version of whatever I just said. Anyways. <laughs> Contagion. Contagion. But yeah, that, that was my first impression. But this movie was amazing because I literally knew nothing about it. I didn't watch a preview. I knew absolutely nothing. The entire movie, I was texting Jeff being like, I don't know what this movie's about. Nobody's sick. Like, I was... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. Where's the parasite? Where's the parasite? Anyways, it was amazing. But it was also just... It's sad, right? Because it's it is. that's what it's like there. The real parasite yeah. is capitalism. Exactly. <laughs> it's like all a metaphor, man. Anyways, yeah. those no, are my I'm thoughts. so glad you loved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what you just said reminds me of when Dwight 
uh, sat through like a girly movie because he was waiting for the bear to attack. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, yeah. I end up watching it all the way through because when he when you least expect it is when a bear attacks or something like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I I I thought the same thing. There are a couple parts where I legitimately got a little freaked, um, but it's not by any means a scary movie. There's um, that one scene that oh, is man. genuinely unsettling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I don't like that at all. But uh, <laughs> it was it was shot well, and um, I I think the part that like elevated it for me was you're going through the, all of this, and I like I like con films in general. Like I mean, we talked about how I like Oceans mm-hmm. and like a couple of those types of films. But uh, the part that elevated it for me was when it does do that turn. And they're they're having that like kind of celebration night and uh, then it gets like a little bit more gets revealed. And uh, the I think it's a bookcase that they're pushing over. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, And the door is there. And like from that point on, I was like, what is this? Where where is this going? And uh, you're like hooked from that point uh, through to the end. Really, really, uh, really, really well done. So I like that a lot. I, I like the movie a lot. And. I think from that point on, it went from a 3.5 in my head to at least a 4.5. So Awesome. Yeah, this is one that like uh, I always feel like mentioning this because I just think it's so unique. But Bong Joon-ho is the director. And it's one of those movies that I watched Parasite first. And I still haven't seen anything else from Bong Joon-ho. But like it instantly made me interested in everything else he's done. <laughs> uh, just because I want to see more and more about what he's done. Uh, but he like storyboards everything to such an intense level to where like he has a book about parasite where it's like his storyboarding and it's literally like frame by frame where he's drawn it out. Like you talk about how it like looks so good. And it's like the dude literally draws what each frame is going to look like before he puts it to films. Like there's no like testing while you've got the camera around. He's like, Nope, this is what I want it to look like. I just think that's so, that's so interesting. I've never heard of anyone else doing that, but yeah, Parasite's one of my favorite films. I don't need to talk about it anymore. I just wanted to hear you all talk about it, I guess. I do have to say one more thing, though, because I don't mm-hmm. watch movies with subtitles. I just, it's very distracting for me. I sent you guys a TikTok last night. Yeah. But there's this girl watching. <laughs> Which is it's like, blah, 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 blah. And she turns away and it's like just gibberish. Anyways, but yeah. the fact that a movie with subtitles could hold my attention and I was like, actively reading as i was watching a movie because you have to read the subtitles i thought it's pretty impressive because usually like i won't even bother with a film if it has subtitles because i just can't pay attention to it yeah well thanks for giving it a shot i appreciate it you're welcome (laughs) all right now we're going to move on to our featured topic which is the final girl board game and we're going to talk briefly about the board game what we feel about it uh, and then we're going to move on to a little Final Girl movie mashup that Kenny has uh, thought of and I think is a very fun idea. But before we get into that, I wanted to shout out Jamie, our very own Scream Queen, is here on the podcast with us. Um, and we want to be transparent in that Jamie is now a full-time employee for Van Ryder Games, which is the company that creates Final Girl. However, before that, you were just someone who enjoyed Final Girl. And it's kind of taken your life on a different journey, I would say. Um, with your time with the game, things have changed a lot for you. So if you feel comfortable promoting yourself, can you give us like a, a few minute journey of Jamie the Final Girl fan to Jamie the Final Girl? Oh, be happy to. 
So it all started on a Tuesday when I was born in 1988. And I actually bring that up because I was named after Jamie Lee Curtis, who just happens to be a final girl. So everything comes full circle. Yeah. Um, So I saw, I initially saw Final Girl on Watch It Played, right? Because Rodney put up his how to play video. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Didn't think anything of it. But then I went to PAX Unplugged and I saw all of it there. And I went up and I was, you know, I'd never played solo games before. Um, And so I went to the table and I was like, okay, well, I'll get one of these. And of course, the guy that was working at the booth was like, well, I'll give you a deal if you want to buy everything. And so I was like, (laughs) well, I guess I'll just get everything. I'm not a hard sell in case you couldn't tell from my $200 worth of Pokemon cards that I bought on a whim. Um, Anyway, so I bought everything. And that was it. I actually, Doolin just reminded me before we started that we actually also bought it for him when we were Mm -hmm. there at PAX Unplugged. So I went home and I set it up and I played it and I beat my first game and I texted uh, my friend Rodney who did the how to play and he immediately was like, oh, that's great. Did you? Are you sure that you won? It's just, it's not likely. That people, you know, I'm not saying that you didn't win. And turns out I played the whole game wrong. Um, anyways, but that was that was it. And then I've just been playing it like constantly after that. And I, you know, I went all in on season two Kickstarter and I started streaming Final Girl like every Friday night. I was playing with Final Girl. I've done um numerous videos about it. I actually did like a reenactment, like Final Girl in real life. Mm-hmm. Highly produced, directed by the best, which was me. <laughs> there's spark. There's Our very sparklers. Own Ho over I here. almost set my brother on fire by accident. It's great. I highly recommend you watch it. But yeah, and then method acting exactly. And so, <laughs> <laughs> and so, like I have loved Final Girl since like I picked it up because I love the trope. I love everything. I love horror movies. I love all of it. And I had just done so much content on it. And, you know, as content creators, sometimes you reach out to publishers and ask for free games or ask it paid. I've never done that for Final Girl. I just genuinely love the game. So I made all that content. Uh, And then AJ, who owns Van Ryder Games, reached out to me a few months ago and was like, hey, we just want to tell you how much we appreciate you. Like, you've never asked us for anything and you just promote the game. So we want to make you the final girl promo card for this year. And it was the best day of my life. <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. And then I got to choose like my outfit for like the miniature. And I got to choose my weapon, which is a hockey stick, which is I'm Canadian. So it just makes sense. I have no idea what my special power is. And then I don't even know how it happened. I honestly don't even know how it happened. One thing led to another. I was chatting with AJ. He offhandedly mentioned, yeah, we've been looking for a marketing person for forever. And I was like, hmm, I've done marketing. I could do, I could do this. Why not? Yeah. So I was like, hey, would you want my resume? And then that was pretty much it. We had a call. We all clicked like instantly. And now I'm in Tennessee. So... <laughs> Love yeah, it. you're actually there on like your first official work visit yep. as you're recording this, right? I am. Yep, I'm here. Too cool. I've been surrounded by like the office just has Final Girl set up everywhere. Like it's it's all over Love the it. place. It's great. 
I finally got my Paula final girl card. I was so excited. <laughs> She's the only one I didn't have. And I even got these That's like amazing. mystery boxes, which have dice Ooh. in them. I know. It's crazy. It's That's so, so cool. exciting. So yes, I do work for Van Ryder Games, but I hope people can tell i've only worked for them for like a week and a half so my love for final girl has, <laughs> has spanned years so it's not biased but yeah yeah thanks for that journey that's so cool mm-hmm. yeah actually we weren't gonna have jamie on the podcast we were just gonna we reached out to van Ryder, like hey can you send somebody <laughs> to talk to us and they were like hey yeah we'll send this new girl who we just hired this company worker yeah, this yeah company that's crazy worker. What a small world. What a small world it is. <laughs> Wild. So it only seems fitting since you do actually work for them and market for them. Take take a moment to market the game. Tell what is Final Girl? Okay. Final Girl is a highly thematic solo board game where you play as a final girl, which is a popular trope in horror movies as we all know. Everybody dies except for the one girl because that's just how, <laughs> that's just how life works. Um, and basically in this game, you are playing against a bad guy. The sets are mix and match. You can play with any final girl, any location, any bad guy. It has dice rolling. It has card, card play movement. And the goal of the game, it could change based on the set you're playing, but the goal of the game in a nutshell is it's either you or them. So you have to kill the killer before they kill you and try to save some victims along the way. Although for those of us who have played, we know sometimes you must sacrifice the victims in order to win (laughs) but that like that is an extremely high level every single one of the games has its own unique theme um it has its own unique killers it has their own locations and item cards and events that come up and yeah it's just an extremely thematic solo board game sure sure now sure <laughs> that sounded sure. doubtful like mm, yeah. mm, i don't know i don't believe you my bad are you sure was, about that are you, are sure, you sure about, about that <laughs> you know jeff hates that guy he's never uh, seen him so he says he, he watched one that we sent him and he was like that's the unfunniest thing i've ever seen like <laughs> it sounds like jeff it's like, so unfunny that it's i don't know he hates it's just him. like funny because like that's like i feel like half of like the table nuts jokes at this point are just yeah i think you should leave is going to sue us at some point in time they're gonna tune it like we're gonna get a copyright flag because our podcast sounds like an episode of i think you should leave (laughs) with how much we quote it (laughs) uh so obviously we've all played final girl to uh some to a lesser extent i.e me i've literally only played final girl a single time uh but everyone else here i did good i won hasselhoff I, i won my first game and it was very legit because i think we've had multiple youtube commenters try to point out where we've made mistakes and mm-hmm. Dulin has referenced the rule book every single time and told mm-hmm. them hey we did this by the book bitch yep. and here we are <laughs> that's, um, that's, that's a direct quote <laughs> direct quote <laughs> so i think what i'll do if you don't mind is speak to it from my experience real briefly because i've only had one play and then i'm just going to shut up and let everyone else talk about what they feel about final girl how it is how it means to them or what it means to them so for me Uh, I played it one time, solo operative, as far as how we played it. There is a YouTube video about it. Doolin was there kind of guiding me through the process, showing me the ropes, how it works. Um, He was doing most of the the, uh, enemy movement and things like that, taking a bit of the 
overhead away from me, which I was very appreciative of for my first play. Uh, but all in all, it was an extremely thematic game. We mentioned that already, but it really, really shines through in the gameplay. It's not, it's not just a buzzword. You're not just saying that. Like You really feel it as you're playing. And I think especially for me, um, our play uh, was even more so just like a highlight experience. You have some games, I'm sure, that are going to be kind of duds and some games that are going to be incredible. And mine was just one of those incredible experiences where I found perfect items that I was able to use perfectly and I was able to sacrifice these people and save these people. And towards the end, I rolled incredibly well to finally knock him down, flipped it over. He had life remaining. I knocked him down again. Like it was just the most incredible, it was awesome. atmospheric, like high of highs and lows of lows because I sincerely thought I was going to it, lose it two thirds of the way. And I was roll. like, this is, yeah, yeah. It if I missed that roll, roll, I was, I was done. So mm-hmm. like that was my final chance. Uh, and ultimately, yeah, we just had a, an absolute blast as far as, uh, you know, the screaming and, and cheering when you roll the dice successfully. It was just very, very fun. Now, you may ask, Max, if you loved it so much, why have you not played it again? And it's just that I don't play solo games that much. Um, I would, I've said this time and time again. If I do ever get into a habit of playing solo games, this and Too Many Bones are like all I ever feel like I need. Like I, I really liked Final Girl, and I would play it a lot more if I played solo games. But I'm on a movie podcast right now. I have four children. I don't have a lot of time to commit outside of my family and movies and other board games and doing YouTube and podcasts and stuff. So if the time comes, Final Girl is at the top of my list for getting more plays in. I very much enjoy it, but I have the far more limited experience than any of these folks. So tell them, people, what do you feel about Final Girl? Kenny, you want to go or me? I'll go. Or yeah. Jamie. I mean, Jamie's talked about it too, but I didn't you know. You guys go. I'm pretty sure Jamie hates the game, so. Yeah, let's. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's um, why she got so hired I, at Van Ryder. Don't tell my boss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. don't tell my boss. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a ruse. Um, so I, I love Final Girl because I think it's incredibly thematic, but I think beyond that, I think like Final Girl really hits the moments, right? Where just like, oh, I'm in a horror movie now. Just like this is this view this is exactly what would happen um like i always think of to the hap, ha, campy hap, happy camp trails camp happy camp trails. happy trails there we go um the basically the friday the 13th um homage and i just every single moment in that in that particular scenario just like feels right um like two lovers on the lake get stabbed and die or you know <laughs> the the shed house with all the, the good supplies blows up um it's just it, the the game's just really good at creating these like little moments. And I think it's a lot of that's driven by those event cards. I love, I love those so much. Whenever they flip over, it's just like, Oh, what's going to happen? Um, <laughs> and just be like, you know, there's like gameplay impl- implications of it, but just like of how it like d- draws you into the story and just the overall feel of the game is uh, a thing. I, I absolutely love about final girl. I, I adore this game um, and I'm very, very thankful that that they got the game for me all that time ago because I, I probably would have eventually got into it. But um, even then, I was very new to solo gaming um, and this game has helped me like just dive deep into that. Um, I I was looking up like where I have it in terms of reviews, in terms of games in general it is currently sitting at number 10 board game of all time for me it's one of my favorite solo games of all time 
Um, and by uh, this is a spoiler for Max and Jamie, so I apologize. But at this point, everybody who's listening to this will have watched the second part of their tournament, uh, which is coming out like came out a few days ago by the time this came out, comes out. And Final Girl actually won our like horror game thematic tournament. Like it's 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 the perfect thematic game. Um, I love a sim- symmetry in games and the fact that you're playing against a killer that has a different ending objective than you. I, I guess not technically because it's just trying to kill you, but the way it works is completely <laughs> different than you. Um, on top of that, I love like the just the different options. Every time I go to play the game is going to feel completely different um from the last time and then on top of that uh max you mentioned like and i i talked about how your game ended with this just huge moment where uh, i think you got to retaliate where you were going to get attacked but really you you Mm -hmm. you blocked it and got to attack back and then you got a heavy hit to end the game and like you flipped over the token and found out it was still alive like every single time i've come to this game i'd say like I just said every single time I say like 90% of the games I've played in final girl have ended in this really close, like, Oh, will, will it, will I win? Will they win moment, whether they win or I win, it's almost always I had a chance or, or they had a chance. Um, very rarely am I out of the game or very rarely do I win by a lot. And I, I think that that just speaks volumes to how good this game was developed. Um, and I, I love it. It's it's a fantastic game. I mean, I obviously love this game. <laughs> it is. It's not just my favorite solo game. It is my favorite board game of all time. Wow, I love it that. Is. Yeah, I love it because everything that you guys said, like it's extremely atmospheric. Like you could put on some mm. creepy music in the background and you feel like you're mm-hmm. there. There's like because of the randomness, which I know not everybody's into luck or whatever, but because of the randomness. It like makes it feel like you're in a horror movie because that's what happens. Like maybe you drop your item, maybe you whatever. Like yeah. it's super yeah. random. I also love um, like there's humor in it because there's humor in a lot of horror. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like some mm-hmm. of the cards will have like these little jokes like, oh, look, he's right behind you or somebody's watching like whatever it might be. <laughs> so there's humor in it. And then there's also like if you go really deep into Final Girl, there's like lore and stories that you can read about all of the background and it's like endless variability because mm-hmm. like you mix and match everyone and then the item cards are going to be different so it's like well i'm going to take this hero at this location with this girl and it's totally different every time you play like there's mm-hmm. nothing there's nothing like it and i love like heavily thematic games like don't mm-hmm. get me wrong i love can't stop i do it's not super it cheap, right? But <laughs> it is great. Like if you give me like something that's super thematic that I feel like everything that you do both matters and doesn't matter at all. If that makes any sense, because like you're making a decision and you're like, I don't know, I'm going to roll these dice, I guess. And I'll see if if I've yeah. made any kind of a difference or not. But yeah, I love it. Yeah, the dice act almost act, act, act as like uh, story beats in the game. Like mm-hmm. you have a plan. And you're going to execute and then you just whiff, whiff, whiff. And then you terrible things happen. And, you know, just mm-hmm. you, you could be mad, but it's also like this just makes sense. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. me getting red right now makes total sense. Yeah. And it, of course, <laughs> works in your favor sometimes, too. If you're the sure. two star queen, it absolutely does. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
I will say too, this is one of the funnest games to stream because people like that watch as mm-hmm. you play get so into it. And I also yeah. just want to say, I make a mistake mm-hmm. every time I play this game. Literally, every game I make a mistake. And it's totally normal and it's totally fine because final girls make mistakes all the time. I'm not, that's, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. You're right. I have to stream this because it, it's yeah. funny. At the end of our recent solo video that no one watched, uh, <laughs> I, I spun spun the wheel to find out what next game it was and it landed on Final Girl. So maybe we'll just uh, stream it instead. You should, because like the audience gets so into it. Like it feels yeah. like you're not alone. And I personally enjoy naming my victims. Like, so I would recommend that as well, because that just makes it like I always name one of them Jeff and we'll just see whether or not he lives. <laughs> That's incredible. I like that. I'll yeah. name them after each of the table nuts. Yeah, you should. You got to name them after the viewers. Be like, oh, if you subscribe to the channel, I'll name a victim oh. after you. <laughs> yeah, people ask me to do that all the time. And I'm like, I can't because I am going to sacrifice some of you. And I don't want hey, that to be a thing. It's got, they got to they have to understand what comes with the territory of being a victim. True. Exactly. Yeah, it's true. You know, you want to be in a horror movie. <laughs> if you don't want me to sacrifice you, donate $10 right now. <laughs> you got <five> <laughs> Uh, there's a company, there, there are companies that make like little meeple stickers you can put on the victims in Final Girls. You should commission to get uh, someone to make art of Jeff so you can put on a victim sticker. Oh, he can be your my Jeff that'd be gosh. perfect. That's that so That would be amazing. Smart. I am definitely doing that. Yes. That would be <laughs> so cool. I'll drop a link in our chat so you Please can do. check them out. Will Jeff survive? <laughs> Will Jeff survive? <laughs> Probably not. I gotta know. As someone who's only played Camp Happy Trails, this question applies just as much to me as it does to all of our other listeners. Do you have a favorite chapter? Um, now, that can be a chapter as a whole, or I know there's normally two final girls per chapter. You can, you can get as specific as you want, whether that be mixed and matched, whatever. I just want to know, like, what is when you are like prime final girl, I want to have a fantastic game. What do you, what do you go for? I love Final Girl because like there's always so much to discover. Like there's I I have not gone through every single one of them yet. I think I've gone through about I've gone through all the first se- first season and about three of the second season. But I just love always that there's something to discover in the game. Um, if there is like a happy spot of like where I like this is the one I like to go back to. I like to go back to the ones with a bit more just like you know there's some murderers just trying to uh, chase Murder? me down in a house like in <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, I can't I can't think of the word. What do you um, but like, do? <laughs> but like I think like the Camp Happy Trails is the one I really like, and I like the one with uh, a knock at the door, mm-hmm. which is the with the one with like the strangers. Uh, homage. Oh, there's a uh, strangers homage one. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, Katie. Oh my god, I was about to pull that one out. Oh that yeah, one's, yeah, yeah. That that, was, that one has my really favorite good. art on it. Uh, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I love that. There's uh, like three of three of them just chasing you down. It makes it makes the decisions oh, a lot I harder. I didn't know so. that existed. You can borrow it. You can borrow it. I might have to. Um, Doolin, what's your favorite? My, uh, it was a tie between the one that Kenny just mentioned. It's Wingard Cottage. Um, or one of my favorites uh, from the first one is a bit different than the than the others, but it, it's easily the one that, like, I don't know if it's the one that I play the most. I think the one that I play the most is easily just Camp Happy Trails. Like, it's just, like, that comfort one to go back to. But this one is easily yep. my like this one's so unique. Like if you're gonna get one 
that is different than the others. If you like, maybe you'll buy Camp Happy Trails, you'll try it, and you're like, I'm ready to try something new. Um, I really like the uh, Maple Lane one. Um, it's just a really interesting one. Like you got to go like you, you're getting all of your stuff and the killer can't really kill you when you're in uh, normal, like like you're awake, but it will try to put you to sleep. And then when you're asleep is when you can attack it and it can attack you. And I, I just really I, I think it's really thematic. Uh, I've actually n- still never seen Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, but I, and I know I, I know I need to, but I really like um, this this box. I think it has a lot of unique stuff in it. So I like I love a good classic and I think I'm kind of with Kenny on that one, like Camp Happy Trails. It's just there's just something like that is like the ultimate final yeah. girl scenario, like situation, yeah. movie, whatever. So I will always love that one. Um, I do love in series two, um, Once Upon a Full Moon, because I love werewolves. But I Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. so just like for like comfort feeling, I like those. But I would say that in my opinion, I do think Ratchet Lady is crazy fun in series two. because like you're picking up pills from the floor, you're in an insane asylum, you're picking up like pills from the floor and eating them to see what will happen, <laughs> which I think is fun. And then Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah, she's awesome. Uh, and then series one, I would agree with Doolin. I think Frightmare Lane, or what's it called? Doctor, It's Dr. Fright. Maple Lane? Maple, uh, yeah. It's, what is the? It's Canadian, what whatever. Maple Street. Called. Maple Lane. Uh, Maple Lane. Fright, Dang it. Frightmare, Frightmare on Maple, on Lane. Maple Lane. You yeah. got it. Like that set is so much fun because it really mm-hmm. is like a balancing act of like, well, I'm awake so I can do this and now I'm asleep and I might die. And yeah, mm-hmm. it's super fun. I love that set. Have you all played either the alien or the thing set? And do you think they are good uh jamie of course you don't have to say anything Every, if you don't want to. All, they're all amazing <laughs> they're all good they're all uh, good. because jash jash played the thing one and mentioned that though probably good it's like so kyle played the thing one first and obviously we all know kyle he ditched it in florida because he's like i don't think i'll ever play this unless i'm in florida and jash was like that's the one you played yeah, it kind of makes sense that you ditched it. And I don't think that was because it was bad, but because that was his first experience. And apparently the thing one is quite a bit more complex. Mm-hmm. Is that the it's case with both it and the alien complex. one? Okay. I've never played the alien one, but the the thing one I just played yesterday and it was it was I liked it. I mean, the thing is one of my favorite horror films, so I, I wanted to like it the most. But it it uh, it was just I mean, Frightmare on Mabel Lane is just that much better. Like, it's really good. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and I played the alien one and I think it's into the void. Um, and it, it, it does layer on extra complexity. Um, but it, it, but it does still hit those moments. Like they have like a little, I have like little pack that has little mech suit miniature that you can have. And I, you know, I was able to unlock that and I was able to, what I do like the alien is running through pipes and you know, it does feel very alien. So they, they nailed it there. But I think okay. like to add in those extra thematic elements, they do have to, more more rules get layered in um so i i agree like it's it's the one i would not I, i'd probably say like the alien one probably i'm guessing the thing too is not the one to start out with probably like in the second season the once upon a full moon i think is probably the easiest one to dive into maybe the the 
a knock at the door as well. But I think you'd okay. like the thing one though. Max is a fan of the thing. Like it yeah. still has those moments where you're trying to test them to find out whether what they are. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, that's you cool. can flamethrower the enemy. And, ah, it's so fun. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to try out the the slightly more complex ones just from my favorite movies because I, I liked Camp Happy Trails a lot. And I think I'm in agreement that, that might just be like the best overall one to get because it's just nostalgic and classic. But funnily enough, like though I grew up on Friday the 13th, I don't think it's a very good movie. And I also don't think any of the <laughs> final girls from Friday the 13th are very good final girls. We'll get into that later, I guess. But like. I don't think that any of them are like particularly notable in comparison to so many other movies out there. So, though it might be the best Final Girl set, it's not the it's not the best movie in my opinion. But we'll talk more about that later. Um, before we move on uh, to the movie mashup, just give a, a solid rating. Final thoughts. Obviously, we've kind of got a little bit out of it. Doolin Doolin says it's his top ten favorite game of all time. It's number Jamie's 10. number one favorite game of all time. So obviously, I think these ratings are going to be quite high. Um, <laughs> Kenneth, what what do you think? Where's it? Where's it sit for you? Oh, um, it's, I mean, I like to put numbers to games, but I, you're I don't a know. YouTuber. I know. Well, you have to. YouTuber uh, is it? Oh it is one of my. There's Josh. It's one of my two favorite horror game, uh, solo games for sure. Like this and Too Many Bones are cut really up yeah, there for yeah, me. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, it's in my top twenty. 2030 okay. yeah so it's, oh, it's really up there for me as well yeah and i don't think i, I mentioned it. it when you glossed over it earlier julian but this was my vote also i wasn't i didn't participate mm, mm-hmm. in the the horror bracket um i was on vacation but i don't think that anything even really like comes close to final yeah. girl like i just i there's just realized we're gonna have a lot of praise <laughs> for final yeah. girl this weekend hey, hey it is what it is <laughs> there's some incredible horror board games out there like I really love Terrorscape. I really love Death May Die. Um, and Terrorscape might be like right there as far as being the closest thing that you can get, in my opinion. But yeah, like Final Girl, I've only played it one time, but I cannot think of a board game that encapsulates a horror movie near as much as Final Girl. And it's five out of five for you, Jamie. I was going to say, do you, do you want it's a 20 out of five? It's amazing. 20 out oh. of 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Would That's recommend. So cool. What a what a dream. You're just like, man, this game's cool. I love this game. Right? Now I'm working for that company. That is so exciting. Good for Yeah, you. they did send me like a little 3D print of my miniature. I can't remember if I sent you guys a picture of it. I think you did. I think it's so. It's so cool. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I got like my That's hockey awesome. stick. Yeah. And I'm just going to smack wait. people with a hockey stick. The equivalent would be if I somehow made it uh, to working for Leader Games and was put in the next Root game. Like a- <laughs> Yeah. I don't know, like a little just like Doolin and Root, just, a little meeple. Yeah, <laughs> just not even as an animal, just little. Yeah, dish. the first human. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's me by myself. I was telling Jeff in our Discord that like the like once you get to the final production copies of your miniature in the the pressure to paint your miniature just right must be immense because mm-hmm. uh, you know it's like doing like a portrait, you know. Yeah, you can't That's mess true. it up, or, or they're gonna That's know. True. It's so, so true, lads. So Van Ryder Games has a Discord as well. And there are people in there asking, they're like, well, we're going to have to like, you're going to have to send us pictures of your tattoos. I was like, okay, well, that's oh going to be God. changing all the time because I'll get like, how could you even right on the yeah, tiny the final little miniatures are tiny. I can't yeah. even imagine yeah. trying I, to do a tattoo. So I, I've painted the first season, the final government miniatures, and I really, really enjoy painting them because and you they're did like, very well. 
Thank you. Thank you. Um, but I, I could not imagine doing getting any kind of level of detail like a tattoo yeah. on those. They're, they're very small. And like, you know, Final Girls are pretty petite. They're, you know, they're not like big, bulky space marines. So mm-hmm. um, much harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems miserable. Well, good luck, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, Kenny, Kenny brought this idea upon us. We're going to take all the Final Girls from the Final, for- Final Girl board game, to clarify. And uh, they are all in a single movie together. So every Final Girl from every chapter available is in a Final Girl movie. But of course, there can only be one Final Girl. So based off of vibes, background story, character skills, who do we think should be crowned the ultimate Final Girl? So I think we have the vast majority, if not all, of the available Final Girls here in a spreadsheet. And I'm not going to run through every single one of them, but we have their name and their ability and what episode they're from. And it's our job to try and determine which of these final girls is the ultimate final girl that would win this duel. Now, I'm not I'm less familiar with the game as far as abilities go. So are there any that stick out to either of you all immediately that you think would make it to the top five? So I, I posed this question and I immediately regretted it because it's going to be so hard to, mm-hmm. um, to figure out. Um, one that does, there are two that really pop out to me um, I'm, I'm from like a power perspective. And I think that Ava from A Knock at the Door is really good if you're bad at rolling dice because her thing is like whenever you make, once you flip it over, the card over, whenever you make a horror roll and you get a blank, you may re-roll all of your blank dice, which is great mm. for me. Um, because uh, not all of us are two star queens, um, so <laughs> you got to take what you can get. Um, I also think Lori from the first, uh, you know, from the Camp Happy Trails box yes. is very, 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 very powerful. I like it, very like I think just tied to the series too. Just like when I think of Final Girl, I think of that box art for that first game. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I love her bow. Holy cow! Yeah, yeah. You can find what, her bow. Mm-hmm. It's so nice. Yeah, and she has like there are things like if you are um, in the same space as an enemy, you basically do an additional hit, which is pretty clutch. So one of the ones to me, a couple of them that stick out, but I don't know how powerful these are. Um, unfortunately, they are promos. So I don't know if anyone's played with them, but Constance that says you may use any weapon in your hand, range zero to two, sounds pretty strong. I don't know if it actually translates into a gameplay mechanic stance. But it sounds really strong. I don't even know what ultimate dice is, but Agnes gains two ultimate dice, and that just sounds good. I don't well, know Agnes what ultimate dice like, are. Agnes kind of looks like uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, older Jamie Lee Curtis. Ah. So, yeah, uh, extra points there. I, I've, I've actually played with her, so. What is an ultimate dice? I haven't played with them. They came in um, the Series 2. Mm, okay. <sighs> what do they do? I haven't, I haven't played with them weirdly okay. enough yeah i, I kind of i'm a purist when it comes to my final girl oh sure yeah no <laughs> promos until you get yours <laughs> yeah and now you've got paula too yes what's um, paula's ability anytime you would roll only one die roll two instead so if a single number result is needed you choose which die to use paula okay. is notoriously bad at rolling dice uh, uh as as a human like she's that's like just one one thing she's like, oh, I have terrible dice rolls. So that's why that's very thematically gotcha. Paula. Um, I really like Kate. <laughs> Your maximum health is now seven. Immediately recover all health. While at full health, uh, you roll plus one for horror rolls. 
Like, yeah, that sounds really good. So if you know that you can flip her card and you could just take a bunch of damage and be like, I'm just going to recover. No big deal. Mm. So I really like her. And she's balanced because her health is only four to start with. Exactly. Well, usually it's around like six. So like you're, it's like a glass cannon, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, you're really susceptible to dying early on until you get that flip. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, she seems really strong. I Dewey's really like searching Dewey's through his <laughs> like, You can't talk while to... you're also searching through your boxes. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I keep hope, talking. Keep talking. I, I hope the listeners like the sound of uh, Dylan opening boxes right now. Yeah. And, uh, it's the I'm sorry. Um, I also <laughs> wanted to sorry. shout out Nancy just because I really like, I think her power is really cool. Like each time you lose normal health, you may reveal a black final health token from the general pool and swap it with your black final health token, which is really risky because you don't mm. know what you have. What yours but is. But if you happen right. to find like the three hearts, you could do Huge. a little switcheroo. Yeah. Huge. Huge. Yes, Dulin. I found mine. I found mine. <laughs> My favorite is, uh, or in terms of like power, I think Barbara mm-hmm. is really high up there. She starts with seven health. And you can move like basically instead of trying to save victims, you're just trying to collect them because depending on how many victims you have in your space, that's how much extra damage you do to the enemy. And so like you can go around and you can just like get this whole crew. Now, it's awful whenever the enemy attacks because then they slaughter them. But at the same time, you can like instead of saving them, you can get this angry mob around you and it's really fun. Yeah, that sounds Uh, really cool. But Asami sounds good, too. Just because you can, like, you get two items each time you draw one and pick it. And you're also immune to item trap cards. That sounds good. Okay, let's narrow it down to five. Give us the top five. I assume you're greenlighting Lori. Mm -hmm. Lori's Lori's greenlit, I assume. Lori's just classic. Lori's classic. What do you think, Kenny? Give me one. So Lori's through, and then we all pick one to generate our top five, and then we'll do it out. Um, I'm I'm gonna say Ava. Ava. Ava's Kenny pick. Doolin, are you going with uh, Barbara? I'm, I'm sticking with Barb. Barb. <laughs> Barbie. And who are you going with, Jamie? Um, I think I'll go with Kate. I just really Kate. like that. Plus one, okay. like, if there's one thing I love, it's getting extra dice to roll. So, yeah, yes. she gives you plus one die. That, that's fair. Have either of you played with Julia? She's the she's the promo card, like basically the vampire one, where you can basically kill a victim in your space and get a health back. No, she's no, uh, the played. Dark Quarter character. Okay. Oh, Quarter. like a crossover from the Dark Quarter board game? Oh yeah. Okay. Doolin. Doolin. That's a new one. Well, I want a vampire, so we're gonna we're gonna lock in Julia because that sounds <laughs> sweet. You can just kill victims to recover all your health, and or inflict a wound and recover a health. Or immediately move two spaces, ignoring any movement penalties, and then you flip it back order. So oh, over. How do you flip it again? How's that work again mechanically? I forget. You have to. So she, uh, Julia only has like one survivor space on her. Usually there's like five or six. And if once you save a vic- uh, survivor or a victim, you you can flip it over. So basically, she saves a survivor, mm. kills that survivor, flips it over. Yeah. <laughs> and then saves another survivor, flips it back over. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Julia's like yeah. definitely making it in. So currently, everyone else has died, except for Lori, Barbara, Ava, Kate, and Julia. Who, who's making it out? I, I, will, I leave this decision to you. You all need to come to a consensus. 
I think we should apologize to Paula because she's the real life person who did not make it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry, Paula. But she I'm not on the list Paula. yet. <laughs> yeah, Jamie doesn't have her ability yet. She can't be considered. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Kate, I mean, I'm looking at that power. That seems like super OP if you can, mm-hmm. if you can make it work. Especially since yeah. you only need to save four people. Like, that's True. easy. You could do that in a couple spaces. No problem. Yeah, if you're lucky. <laughs> You got it. As long as Jeff's not one of them, he's not making it. I think Kate, if we're talking about thematically, Mm -hmm. she gets injured early, but is revealed towards the end to actually still be alive. Uh, And she's stronger because of it. I think Barbara dies even, but in like a blaze of glory, right? Like she gathers, she's like, she gives this really good speech and a couple of other victims are like, yeah, and then they go and they get killed, but like Fair. she buys the other crew time or something like that to slaughter at uh, the same groves. with Lori, perhaps like she runs up to the final the yes. v- villain and does extra damage, but then dies. And I think Julia is revealed to be evil at the very end. <laughs> that makes <laughs> instead sense. Instead of yeah. actually helpful. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. So we're down to Kate and Ava. Ava's got the the rerolls. Those are both. But is really that good. enough to save her from Kate coming back? Like like Kate's towards the end of the game, and she's full up, strong as can be. Do you mm-hmm. think Ava's going to be prepared to to survive that or no? I think Jamie should decide this. All right, Jamie. <laughs> no pressure. This yeah, our band writer expert. Well, Kate was my choice, so I'm inclined to pick oh. Kate. <laughs> I'm inclined to agree with Kate. I just think, yeah, it's such a cool power. It's just like, oh, she only has four. And then suddenly she's like, now I got seven health. I'm so strong. Mm. Yeah. All right. How does Ava die thematically? Um, that's a good I think they'd question. be buddies at the end, you know? Yeah. And they're back to back. Fighting off whatever they're fighting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. One so has to live. Ava to is the live. last victim that Kate yes. saves or dies. I don't know. And then Kate flips Kate. and becomes immediately strong and kills the kills the villain. Yes, yes. <laughs> They're both like there. knocked down, but Ava Ava re rolls a blank to retaliate, helping kill the enemy, but dies in the process. Nice. Did we just write Final Girl fan fiction? I think so. We're kind mm-hmm. of send it to Drop your uh, send it to your boss, Jamie. Okay. Yeah. Get us on the get us all on the payroll. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> We're gonna make Final Girl fan fiction. All right, great. That was Wait, perfect. Good uh, job, Kate, everyone. Is Kate the one with the dog, or is that Yuki? I think it's Yuki. I think it's Yuki. Not that I would know. <laughs> He's just making a guess. <laughs> I'm just agreeing with you. Alright, okay. Let's move on to our second feature topic in which we're going to talk about movies. Uh, We have another draft coming up here in a minute where we're drafting all the available Final Girls, but before we get into that, we just wanted to spend a moment to talk about our favorite Final Girl movie. So this is just movies in general that have the Final Girl trope. It doesn't have to necessarily be your favorite Final Girl, though you're very well, uh, you're very allowed. What's the word I'm looking for? You're allowed to choose that if you want. Yeah, welcome. Thank you. You're very allowed. Yeah, I know. I don't know. You are allowed. So, Kenny, what is your favorite Final Girl movie? And it can be your favorite Final Girl if you want. You're allowed. Um, I feel like this is cheating because it's. I think it's by far the best Final Girl. That is Sydney Prescott from Scream. Um, 
Oh, did you realize? I didn't realize. We're showing our We're hands talking about for movies the draft. first, though, Kenny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not talking about... Well, you're talking about our favorite movies, right? Like, first? Yeah, your favorite movie. But if it also you know happens to be the final girl. I'm just going to pour my heart out here and just give it all. Um, but I think we're just doing movies. Someone someone hate draft Sydney Prescott from Kenny. Yeah, we're well, definitely I mean, doing that. I mean, she's only final girl from Scream, so it's obvious. But I, I do love Scream. Um, so the fi- I, I did some research, and by research, I watched some YouTube videos today. And I think the final girl trope is really interesting. Um, it's like, it basically started like in I like do the re- 70s. research every day. Yeah, I'm, I'm a PhD scholar uh, in 20 minutes. <laughs> that's what <laughs> I like, do before it, every episode. That's 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 how you know to say juxtaposition. And yeah, all that. Uh-huh. Um, I'm learning. I'm I learning still don't even know what that word means. <laughs> uh, but I think like the final world trope is really interesting because it was used like in the 70s and 80s. It's almost like it's really almost like puritanical thing of like. Well, the final girls are always a virgin and they are always yeah. goody two shoes and they always get by. But Scream was like the first movie like where it turned it on his head. And it's like, well, Sidney Prescott really wasn't that. But she was and she became like this, you know, almost like she became very strong at the end. And she wasn't really as much of a victim um, as, you know, as we saw in like movies like in Halloween and, and all those other movies. Um, so I I really appreciate Scream and Sydney as a character for kind of like um, flipping the script and kind of like allowing, I think, more modern movies to um, have final girls that aren't this very just like, we still have the trope, right? But it's not embedded in like a lot of just like morality and stuff like that. Because I think of like a couple of the movies I've watched lately, like Midsummer, The the Witch, those both have like final girl adjacent characters, mm-hmm. but like they're handled much, much differently than like what mm-hmm. you've seen like in the 70s and 80s. I was thinking of those two in particular myself. Yeah. So I would say my pick, Scream, it's the best pick. Now, is that your favorite Final Girl movie? Um, yeah. I mean, I I think it's just like so iconic. Like, really? I, I I personally don't really like a lot of the Final Girl movies from like the seventies and eighties. Um, like they're they're like I appreciate them. They're fine, but like they just don't hit for me. But like Scream for me is like the first like horror movie. Like as a burgeoning teen, is like oh, this is pretty good. Okay, I love Scream. Yeah, I think there's like nostalgia factor for me too. Yeah, no, Scream is is fantastic. Sydney Prescott's a great pick, but uh, do we all like Scream here? Mm-hmm. I just it, watched it, it last night. It was going to be my choice. Oh well, too bad. So sad you went. You didn't go first. Uh, have you all seen all six of them? I've just seen the first no. one. Oh, yeah. dude, and how many have you seen? One. Oh man. You all need to watch more of them. They're good. Now, one is the best, like, no doubt about it. One is fantastic, but uh, you should watch all six because it really is a fun time. Like, to to shout out our Discord, people are talking about watching all the Halloween movies, and that just sounds miserable. And, like, they're critically panned, like, universally panned. And I'm like, (laughs) why are you spending so much time? And I'm I'm not disparaging you, listeners, who are the ones doing this. I know you're listening right now. It sounds like it's okay. I'm just (laughs) like, I could not spend that amount of time on something that is just like movie after movie of garbage. But I do think that like (laughs) the worst scream movies are still pretty good. (laughs) The worst scream movies are still pretty good. Like scream two and three are, in my opinion, the weakest of the bunch. Scream three is my least favorite, but like they're still okay. And then four, five, and six are are pretty darn good. Like I, I definitely recommend giving it a shot um, if given the chance. I think it'll give you a, a greater appreciation of the series as a whole. But 
Yeah. Scream's fantastic. Jamie, question for you. Do you feel a lot of pressure to watch a lot of horror movies now? Like more than you have been? Uh, no, because I love horror movies. However, I like the people that I work with love horror movies. Like it is this whole like it's baked into the mm. culture. And have you told them about board game box office? I told them about it today. <laughs> actually, I'll share this with them. But yeah, I don't feel more pressure, but it, it's almost like an invigorated excitement to okay yeah kind of awesome. get back into it and you know it's just great timing because it's also october so right it Perfect. all falls into place all right doolin what about you since you can't pick scream now i mean you can pick scream wait, if you want wait, I, I was gonna say i was like this is just like our favorite yeah. uh, final yeah, girl you film. Can pick scream. i i think i pick scream because again i'm not like huge into horror either but like scream taught me about the like I guess the final girl trope and like I loved the scene where they're sitting around the uh the the TV and somebody's explaining all the rules. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I I love that so much and uh I think that I I watched Scream finally after I had watched like some of the classics like Halloween, Friday the 13th and like even even before that like other movies. Um and to watch Scream like pay homage to our homage or however you're supposed to say that word uh to these films while also just being a really fun movie in and of itself uh Mm -hmm. was it it makes it my favorite of the like final girl trope films it's not my favorite this is gonna be this is gonna give way i'm I'm gonna shut up never mind i'm gonna hold some (laughs) cards sure close to the chest and just say scream is my pick jamie well Scream is awesome. I did just watch it last night and it is great. I did watch Halloween today. It is not great. I watched it last night. <laughs> you didn't like it. You didn't well, like it. Well, I mean, it's just old. It's just old. It is. You know, yeah. it's my namesake. So I got to, you know, I got to love Jamie Lee Curtis. But um, my favorite final girl movie is Ready or Not. I love. Mm-hmm. I love that movie so. It might be one of my all-time favorite movies in general. Yeah. Grace is so cool. It's it's just so much fun. And like I love a little bit of humor. I love campy stuff. Like I like over the top, which I think Ready or Not is really mm-hmm. over the top and I love it. I just think it's so much fun. Have you seen This isn't Ready or Not, which I love, but have you seen Your Next? No. I think you should add your next to your watch list. Okay. It is another. So think to me, your next is a mix of like the strangers and ready or not where like, it's basically a big rich family is getting targeted from the outside Mm -hmm. from people in masks. And the main, the final girl of your next is just a badass chick of this rich family that, kills everybody <laughs> and uh very very re- much recommend watching i've only seen it once and it's been a long time but i remember really liking it and it gives me very similar vibes to ready or not so i, I definitely recommend checking that one out i will definitely check it out you actually introduced us to ready or not because you mm-hmm. put it on our movie watch list for ohana and sure it was fantastic it's been one that i'd wanted to watch for a long time um but yeah i really i really love ready or not and grace is a very fun final girl just like badass chick i love her he's pulling out all the stops being uh, resourceful with what she has around her like yeah she's she's really cool 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like Ready or Not's really good because like it's the one it's like a Final Girl movie that fits into like the the subgenre of just like uh the the Final Girl is not victimized. Like she was just a certain point where it just flips mm-hmm. and she's just the ultimate badass of the film. Mm-hmm. And that is always awesome. just so much fun to to see. Mm-hmm. Um and I think it's done really well in, Re- in Ready or Not. Um and like you're rooting for her cuz you know, you know these rich people uh let's watch them all die um so it's like the theme of this of this podcast yeah rich yeah. people am Basically. i right i think rich a lot of rich people. people die in your next too but technically i think the final girl is also rich people which then again mm. i guess so is grace i mean she's marrying into rich people family so you know whatever mm-hmm. but uh a board a board game uh empire yeah mm-hmm. board game empire what is exactly. it the the lomas what is it uh, I don't remember what it say is. it what you were gonna say ladomas 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 grace ladomas yeah whatever it is fantastic movie mm-hmm. um i'm debating on how how close to show my cards like doolin said but i think for me it's got to be alien i think ripley is a fantastic final girl i think Good alien pick. is one of my favorite <laughs> movies um she is other than the dumb, stupid, absurd decision to put her in underwear that is far too small for her, like it doesn't sexualize her throughout the majority of the movie. And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, she's wearing kids underwear and you can see everything. It's like, okay, why'd you have to do that? But Alien is fantastic. Like love the movie. She's a badass from the beginning through. She doesn't take crap from anybody. Like it's not like she's, some naive girl that finally has to stand up to this evil entity like she's she's there making good decisions from from day one trying to lock people out because she needs to and that's like rules as written that's protocol uh, i just think she's really awesome and of course uh the actress is fantastic ripley's great but i think alien has got to be my favorite final girl movie i also love all the ones we've already mentioned um but alien's probably my favorite I, I almost have picked Ripley, but I remember that when they were interviewing like the screenwriter or maybe the director of the movie, and they were saying that like Ripley was ever, actually never written to be uh, a female character. Um, I think it was originally just be probably possibly a male character, but you know, Scorny Reaver came in and auditioned for it, and you know, they flipped it towards that. So I don't know if like there's, there's still that very much element of like the final girl um, in Alien, but um, you know. I don't know, I just thought it was interesting. Hmm. It is interesting. It it may make sense, because, I mean, for that time, like, she really mm-hmm. was such a prominent, like, uh, leadership-type role character, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which I should not be this way, but it would make sense <laughs> for that time that they wrote that character to be a man, and then we're like, oh, this is, like, we'll, we'll flip and we'll be fine. Um, you know, obviously I hope that isn't the case because I think she's a fantastic female character, yeah. but they're probably like, you know, if we put a male and put him in really skimpy underwear, this is not going to sell. Mm-hmm. So we got, we got to, we got yeah, to have there. that little bit of sex appeal. That's right. Yeah. All right. So maybe we all, maybe we all showed our cards a little bit, but we're going to get into the final girls draft here. <laughs> so all four of us are being hunted down by a killer. We're going to draft three final girls each. To protect us, who of us can draft the best final girl crew to ensure we don't kick the can? Uh, this is going to be, of course, voted on by you, the listeners. You can let us know who you think wins. And of course, we'll discuss at the end too our final results and think if there's anyone in particular with a standout list. So, Kenny, if you will, can you generate a draft order here for us? 
Um, and we do not have a pool of draftable movies and final girls. If someone drafts something that we do not believe is a final girl, we can hash it out right there live. But the only yeah. rules here are that you can't draft something that's already been drafted. So can, can I can I just say that on the list of final girls, like in movies that I've looked up, uh, at least one of them included the thing, which has zero girls the in the thing? thing cast. And I don't, it's I final don't know boys, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I do. I just did some dice rolls, and we have Dylan drafting first. What? Now, do, do you want to do you want to pick, or do you want to be stuck in that position? I want to go first. He's gonna take Ripley. I hate this guy. <laughs> He's gonna take Ripley. I know he is. Jamie, you get second pick. If you want to be uh, second, third, or fourth. Mm, second. I'm just looking okay. for a pen. Continue. Max, you get a pick next. Um, I'll take third. And I will be the, the snake tail. All right, Doolin. Lead us off. What are you what are you doing? I am taking the one that I am confident will protect me no matter what. Um, because she would even survive Nemesis the board game. And that is Ripley <laughs> I from hate Alien. You so much. That was top of my list. Ugh. She's just the ultimate, like BA, like she knows what to do. Like she was captain of basically the ship after the captain died. Um, and it, even dude. before that was the captain. No, perfect final girl to protect me. Uh, let's go, Ripley. I'm very upset that you got a higher die roll because Ripley is like the one that I was like, yep. I, I want this. I, I can get other final girls, but Ripley is the one that I want very badly. Um, so good for you, Dylan. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I job, Dylan. <laughs> All right, Jamie, what's up? Well, I know that this isn't probably the smart decision, but it's who I want, and that's all I care about, and I want Grace for that ready or not. <laughs> to me, like she's like she's yeah. Ultimate. I'm not sure it would have gotten back around to you. So because yeah, I mean, we Kenny and I so. both have two picks before you go next. So I think that's a perfectly fine decision. Grace <laughs> is fantastic. Um. Oh God. <laughs> I didn't think I'd, I. You know what? I I have to. I have to take Sydney Prescott. It just makes sense. It just makes sense. <laughs> Kenny's just shaking his head. <laughs> it just makes sense to take Sydney Prescott. She pick. is one of, if not the most iconic final girls. And, you know, she's resourceful. She's been around for a long time. It's not someone that I'm concerned about, uh, you know, defending me for an hour and a half and then not for the next hour and a half. You know, she's, she's in for the long haul. I'm, I'm happy with Sydney there. I hear Kenny violently tech typing to figure out yeah. what he's going to pick instead. It's like, I, I need ideas right now. Um, all right. Well, thanks, Max. I mean, is that the wrong call? No, that's the right call. He did, he did good. Um, I could pick uh, the, the sub-in for not even, really. I from Jennifer Love Hewitt from I Know She'd Last Summer. Oh yeah, you know, I've not seen she, that movie yet, but I can't imagine she's. It's it's not good. All that. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm looking at this list. And number two is Sydney Prescott, according to SlashFilm.com. Number three is Ellen, Ellen Ripley, but you knew number one is Laurie Laurie Strode yeah. from Halloween. Iconic has been Dang in many it. movies. Jamie's named after her, apparently. I am. 
You can't have thought that was getting back to you, Tulin. No, Lord, that, she's Lord. she. Uh, if we weren't going off of protecting me, she's easily my favorite final girl in a movie because she's just really smart. And like every time people are making dumb decisions, she's like, "Why? What is? What are you doing?" Like, I, okay. and I love. I'm. I, love I, when people I, I gotta like push that. back on you there. I gotta push back. You on don't you. think I've so? Only se- okay. I've only seen Halloween one, and from what I know, she becomes a much stronger final girl in the following Halloween movies. But Jamie, you just watched Halloween yesterday. When I was watching that movie, I was like, oh my God, you are so dumb. Like mm-hmm. she was making idiotic decision after idiotic decision. I thought it was decision. only her friends that made stupid decisions. No. Like, she was like, she was actually watching over her shoulder. She's like, that that guy's following us for sure. Bruh, like, there's a she stabbed him with a knitting needle and mm-hmm. had the knife in her hand and just like threw the knife on the ground and laid on the couch. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, granted, we have the benefit of the doubt. We know we're watching a horror movie. Lori yes. is not yes. aware of the fact no. that she is in a horror movie. Max, there's but, a guy watching her and she's looking looking out her bedroom window. She's like, that guy's staring at me behind my, my bed sheets. <laughs> oh, well. And she just like lays down. I'm like, call the cops. What are you doing? <laughs> I 100% agree. And the scene where, I thought she was the smartest in Halloween. At where least. Michael enters the house and she's like, she sends the kids to a room. And so Michael just like beat down a door with a knife and she sends the kids to a room. And she's like, lock the door and leaves to go somewhere else. And I'm like, you didn't, you didn't go in the same room as them. Like you didn't try and protect them. I was just, I, I did not think that Lori was a very good final girl at all. For Halloween one maybe that changes but my opinion of her after fa- Halloween one is that she was a survivor she was not in she was not a ha- she was not a final girl she was not a scream queen she merely survived that's all that I felt after the first one mm-hmm. all right so I got another pick I like how Kenny yeah, picked gonna... Lori we all talked about Lori and Kenny, <laughs> Kenny didn't I've been I've been frantically oh fair you're doing research it. yeah i'm doing research um so i'm gonna pick my next one um uh this is from don't breathe have you, have you ever seen this, this was like from 2016 oh that's the like the blind dude uh mm-hmm. blind yes. veteran yes. who goes crazy yes. yes yes um i this uh she was played by jane levy um and she was also an evil dead which is also another good final girl um but i think don't breathe is a really great movie. And I think like don't breathe is a really good movie because it like, um, in terms of final girl, like that girl is just put through torture in that movie. Mm -hmm. And it is incredibly scary. And, um, yeah. So be my pick for, um, the next final girl. I've not seen that movie, but it's been on my watch list for a while. It's very good. I I remember, I remember seeing in theaters and like, it was the theaters are like, you know, you like you get air breathe on you or stuff like that in your uh seat shake mm-hmm. and that added to the terror of the moment so you know i just found that uh i assume that same website you were looking at just to get to i i know who i'm picking i just wanted some inspiration real quick but funnily enough i've not seen nightmare on elm street uh or hellraiser or the terminator or i know what you did last summer or happy death day or halloween 4 or this night or your neck oh, or boy. i've seen your neck a long, long time ago but like all of these are, are people that i have not seen movies for so mm-hmm. um i may be a little outclassed here but for me no, i think I'm gonna, you got this i'm gonna go a little a little off the beaten path but i think 
you all will hopefully agree with me because I want to win. Uh, my next final girl is Naru, the final girl from Prey. Mm-hmm. Has anyone okay. seen Prey? I've yeah, never seen Prey. It's great. Oh, man. So Naru is a member of the Comanche tribe. And this is like the Predator sequel. So it's a Predator movie. Um, but she is just an absolute BA, like hunter yeah. that learns to fight with the resources, the land. Like she's she tracks things down really well because she's obviously hunting and foraging for food and stuff like that. She uses anything at her disposal, whether that be weapons, rocks, limbs, whatever it may be. She's just brilliantly smart. Like I I think Naru is a fantastic final girl. And if you haven't seen Prey, you absolutely should see Prey. Prey is a very, very good movie in my opinion. Um, but I, I I'm not sure if anyone else would have picked her. But I think Naru is a very strong contender uh, for a final girl, and especially one that I feel like can actually defend me. Like I'm not. This isn't me saying, "Oh, these are my favorite three final girls of all time." I'm picking. I'm picking to win here. I'm picking to win a battle royale fight to the death thing over here, and I think Naru does lost. that pretty darn well. Ripley's nah. already been picked. Ripley's not in a spaceship in this movie either. Okay, we're not. You know. Yeah, uh, no, it's a good pick. She's like ultra badass in the movie. Yeah. Like, I mean, to think like with no like technology or anything like that, you know, to take down a predator, you know, you have to be inventive and strong and smart. So, yeah, yeah. I think she's great. And that's a really uh, underrepresented movie as far as I've looked at a bunch of Final Girl like rankings just to see, and no one's mentioned her at all. And that's depressing because that's a fantastic movie. Jamie. It's all down to you whether my picks get stolen. <laughs> oh, I don't think that we're going to have the same picks. Um, I think okay. that my list, well, there's one that's kind of an obvious choice, but I'm not going to go with them. I want to pick uh, Dana from Cabin in the Woods. Has anybody seen oh. that movie? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've seen yeah. Cabin in the Woods, yeah. Yeah. I want to go with her. What a weird ending. What a weird ending. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> right? my goodness. That movie is such like a mind twist at the end because i don't want to spoil it but it's got a big twist just know that but i really like that movie because it's so different and it's Mm -hmm. yeah so i'm gonna pick dana it's been years since i've seen it so i can't really like talk deeply about it but i remember her putting up a good fight Mm -hmm. yeah no that is a that is a solid one for sure okay here we you, go. You got your, you got whatever you're hoping yeah. for here. So, so, so one, one is a definite pick, and then two, the second one is a really good defense. But I'm not sure. I, I don't know. It's going to be an argument. Uh, and Max even mentioned the movie at one point when he was looking at Final Girls. I, I saw that this movie was oh. on there. I just don't think that it necessarily is a horror film, but it might fit the bill. Um. But first, I'm going to pick the one that it, it just feels right. Uh, I'm going to pick on top of having Ripley, who will be like, you know, like the, the guns, the muscle. Uh, I want to pick a girl who has seen some crap and <laughs> can get me through uh, a situation that is just like pretty gnarly and disgusting and can can easily find out how we're going to escape. And I'm going to pick Sally from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, Sally's dope. So I got you, Ripley you, and Sally. What do you feel about Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Me as yeah. a as a whole? 
as a movie. I think, so I'm not really into like heavy gore, but for some reason I'm okay with it with that movie. I, I don't know why that is. Um, I think it's just because of the IP and like I've been into the the I've I've been watching people play the video game which came out this year, uh, which is really like it seems like a really fun game. I want to I want to play it, but uh, that got me into the movie and the movie like was just exciting because I had watched people play the video game. So mm-hmm. I like the movie specifically. I don't know what your all's feelings about it is. It's definitely more gory than the other ones we've mentioned, but I didn't feel like um, it was that gory. It's been a while since it's been a really? few months since I've seen it, but I didn't remember it being I in fact I thought it was like kind of funny how like like uh like almost blunt it was. Like I remember one of the scenes <laughs> like the dude walks in and Leatherface just comes out like bonks him on the head with a hammer. <laughs> like that's it. Like you don't like you don't really see much at all. Obviously like the girl being hooked is like gr- like makes yeah, your spine ugh. tingle yeah but like i don't think you yeah. really see a lot but uh yeah i like text chainsaw massacre a lot i feel like a, a lot of people at least recently in our discord and people that i've communicated with have just said that like it really shows its age and it's like really not that good and i thought it was really good uh it's like i liked it, it it's it's very grimy and unprofessional which i think elevates it to a level that's mm-hmm. like it, it makes it better in the sense that it's like grimy and kind of crappy camera and and just a little odd and low budget and it adds to the kind of terror that that it that it evokes, I guess. But I, in the same way, I've not seen the Intruders with the mm-hmm. with the Intruders final girls based off of, but like, um, I like that there's not just one villain. Like it's it's multiple people and like the grandpas terrifying <laughs> to me i don't I like uh like all mm. of that uh in the like i don't know if you've seen the video game or anything but like even that is like adds to like the the goriness and the nastiness um but it's good uh and i like it i don't like it as much as alien but no i like texas Hino i agree Oscar. yeah all right what's your next one all right this is the one that's iffy but it was on a final girl list and i, I think she fits the trope but i don't know if the movie fits a horror theme and I'd oh. love to pick her because she would be the ultimate like addition to a team is Sarah Connor from Terminator. <laughs> like, I mean, she's just the ultimate B.A. eventually at the very. I don't know if you guys have seen Terminator one, but Terminator one, she starts off as like being hunted down by this uh, killer from the future. And the killer is slowly killing off every Sarah Connor that it can find in a phone book. And she just happens to be like four or five down. And so she knows eventually that she's going to be hunted down as well. But then another person from the future, which happens. I mean, spoiler alert. You guys want spoilers or no? I've never seen it, but I really don't care. It's It's a very old movie. movie, So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Her 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 son from the future comes to save her um, and like pulls her out of a situation where she's about to die. And it's like that classic, like, come with me if you want to live type of thing. Um, But then eventually she becomes this like leader of the resistance in later films too and uh she's a excellent uh final girl it's just is terminator a horror film i don't know uh if you I guys are comfortable it, with the pick i'll stick with it so i've not seen it but i think a lot of people have qualms with the later terminators not being horror because they go full-on action mm-hmm. but i think most people consider at least the first terminator to be horror so like i'll mm-hmm. i've never seen it but i'll i'll allow your pick i don't have any problem with that sweet I, I will judge you harshly in my personal headcanon. So. Is that because he stole your pick or because you don't think it's a horror movie? Uh, both. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> how's, that, how's that work exactly? 
it's it's okay if i do it you know oh that's fair yeah yeah it's okay if you do it uh, i think uh if i had to substitute somebody else in it would either be shelly from the shining because I'll, I'll have a mom who's who's there or uh alice from friday the 13th which is the only friday the 13th i've seen uh who stands up and fights the mom and uh that was one of the very, my very first final girl films i ever saw so all righty what you got jamie um here's a question this yes, isn't my pick but would you consider katniss everdeen a final girl Oh, uh, I mean, she is the Hunger though. Games. It's pretty intense. I'm not saying I'm going to pick her. I'm kind of just, just curious. My head says no. Do your heart say? What does your heart say? My heart says also no. But <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm open to it. I don't think so, but I'll. I'm open to it. I say yes because I want a final girl box by Van Ryder that's Hunger Games themed that because that would be, be so amazing, cool. yeah, right? That would be really. It's cool. just all the final girls against each other. Oh, oh, oh! It could be the their like competitive version of the game. Like there everybody plays a final girl. Oh, yes. All right, you're hired. Hire me, Van Ryder. What do you think, Kenny? I I don't think we can tell the final girl what a final girl is so you can't tell me what to do <laughs> That's a good point. um no i it, no okay i'm not gonna pick her but just know that i kind of wanted to i'm gonna pick nancy from nightmare on elm street i just watched um nightmare on elm street one and two and like her progression as a character so like once again, spoiler alert, but these movies are from like literally eons ago, but she comes back. <laughs> Kenny in... was like in high school. Don't yeah. be so rude. <laughs> she comes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Kenny and I are close in age, but that's fine. She... So. Kenny was teaching high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, she comes back in the second movie to then help the girl, even though she's like already been through the gauntlet with Freddy Krueger. Um, anyways, I think Nancy is great. And I think like Nightmare on Elm Street is not scary to me, like the movie, because it's, you know, just because it's a little bit older and whatever. But the thought of someone only being able to kill you when you're in, when you're asleep Mm -hmm. and trying to stay awake, knowing that it is impossible to always be awake. Like, yeah. So to yeah, go through agreed. that and then she survives and then she comes back and does it again. That a girl, Nancy. That's all I got to say. That a girl. I really need to see the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street <laughs> movies because they seem really cool. Freddy, is, Freddy yeah. in general, much for the same reason you just mentioned, just the fear of the dream sequence, like mm-hmm. seems like such an interesting villain. But I've never seen any of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Mm-hmm. So I definitely need to give them a shot. But so Okay. I have two. I have several, but I'm only gonna pick. I'm only gonna talk about two. Um, the one that I'm not going to pick is Mia Allen. I'm sorry. Um, uh, yes, no, Mia Allen. I was looking at the wrong thing, but uh, she is from Evil Dead, the 2013 remake, and I think she's an extremely interesting uh, character. Much like you all talked about, story development changes a lot. Uh, without getting too much into spoilers, Mia Allen initially starts as uh, like a nobody for the first little bit of the movie and then turns into the bad person for a little bit of the movie and then turns it back around and is the final girl. 
Um, and it is a gore fest of a movie. Like, Doolin, if you don't like gore, I cannot recommend you watch Evil Dead 2013. But it is nuts. I mean, like, blood is raining from the sky. She's, like, ripping off her own arm. Like, oh, God, it's, <laughs> there's so much gore in Evil Dead 2013. But I think that she is just a brutal final girl that I would love to have on my side. That said, Kenny's going to be so happy to hear me say this. No one else will have ever seen this movie. Ever. At least I'm talking about you three. No one else, you three, have seen this movie. But I will stand with Susie Banyan from Suspiria (laughs) all day, every day. Susie Banyan is an incredible final girl who does everything you could ever want from a final girl. She is fearless. She is investigative. She figures out the mysteries all by herself. She takes initiative. She's the only person in this entire movie that has any initiative to figuring out the, the, the who's and why's as to what's happening. And ultimately, Sounds like Velma. She, she's also <laughs> like the actual killer of the final. Like she's the reason she stabs the person. She does the killing. She is there for you from start to finish as a strong female lead. Never in question as far as like a, oh, like the whole trope of being like a naive virgin or anything like that. No, like this starts and she is like a strong, charismatic lead that takes you from start to finish this film. And despite probably no one listening to this podcast having even seen Suspiria, Susie Banyan is an incredible final girl, one that I'm happy to have on my team. And I hope that maybe people will watch the movie because it's a fantastic movie. Aren't you happy, Kenny? I was going to give you shit, but I actually want to watch the Superior now. Cause I think a lot of people rate it highly mm-hmm. as a final girl movie. So it's a you know, giallo. It's, so like it comes with the faults of a giallo, but it's, it's really good. though. What, what does that mean? Sounds like you'd said jello wrong. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> Have you guys ever tried giallo? Oh, <laughs> stunning. <Yeah>. Stunning. <laughs> stunning. So, a giallo with Prosecco in it. Giallo is an Italian horror film. Oh, and I'm it normally yellow. like has a a mystery fiction thing going on there, <laughs> but what I mean by that it has like the faults of that is that oh so you, so Max you watch YouTube videos too about <laughs> horror movies uh, I I've read about this one and watched I've seen it twice okay all right I actually I don't I've not seen I was Giallo's on muse in Suspiria good job listen listen. <laughs> The main reason that you all will hate this movie, because truthfully, I don't think you'll like this movie. Um, I hope you do, but I don't think you will. Is because, like I said, in in that like seventies horror era in a t- in Italy, they they dubbed everything, and so basically their actors and actresses were all speaking their own independent languages while the cameras were rolling. So like. I would be speaking English to an actress who was speaking German, to an actress who was speaking Italian, to an actor who was speaking French. And then when the filming is all said and done, they dub it over in English. And it was all done in English, even though it was in Italy. It was all dubbed over in English because that was just the thing to do back then. So, like, it's certainly off and a little bit different. But it's a very captivating horror film, in my opinion. And honestly, one of the most beautiful films I've ever seen. Like, I genuinely think it's it's stunning, speaking of Negronis. Um, <laughs> but it is fantastic. 
And I just hope more people watch Suspiria. And I knew I was going to get shit for picking Susie Banyan. And I did it anyways, because I think she's really great. Oh, Max, you're so brave. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you fit right in here, Jamie. You fit right in. <laughs> oh, man. Let's remember that. Max, you're so brave. <laughs> I hate it here. Uh, all right. Round us out, Kenny. Uh, so my 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 two. Um, so I like I generally kind of like more recent movies for my final girls. Um, so I'm gonna pick two. Uh, which is I think is funny that you picked. You almost picked Mia from Evil Dead, mm-hmm. the the remake. Um, so number one, I considered Ash Williams from the original Evil Dead. Some people consider him a final girl slash boy, but he's not. Um, but I'm actually gonna pick. <laughs> But I'm going to pick Beth from Evil Dead Rise. Now, this came out Ooh. just this year. Um, so Mia, she's a good final girl, but I really like Beth because she's a bit more badass. A bit more on Mia? The, uh-huh, a bit more on the scale of like, you know, uh, she could, like if I needed someone to make sure I don't die. I think Beth is a, a, a good pick. There's a bit more of like a, a motherly spirit there. Um, they'll make sure, she'll she'll take pity on me and Make sure I don't uh, keep me alive. And uh, I think Evil Dead Rise does a good job evoking a bit of Ash Williams in the movie, too, which uh, I, I'm I'm for. Um, so that'd be my pick. And my other pick. OK. OK. Um, it's going to be Tess <laughs> from Barbarian. Um, you only get one. Pick. So I really like. Hey, you only get one. I only pick. get one. You only get one pick. Oh, dog. Dang it. Yeah, we all get we'll edit this another out. pick, but you don't. <laughs> Is that right? We all get I'm three picks. Kidding. You picked Lori, then who'd you oh, pick so next? I'll... Okay, I did Lori. I did the girl from Rocky from Don't Breathe and Beth from Evil Dead Rise. I regret my picks. If, if these were like my entourage <laughs> for keeping me alive, I, sh- I should have picked. You, I should. Do you picked, want a fourth uh, one real quick <laughs> to make it a fair maybe draft? Maybe I should, but... Wait, no, why, no, why would fine. that make it a fair draft? We all only got three. What are you talking about? Yeah, but... Never mind. You think he's, I, I kind of got bad enough? Advantage. He needs a fourth. No, <laughs> Dr- just drafting math wise. Uh, when you have uh, an odd number of picks. Oh, I guess that's true because you got two. Yeah. yeah, I guess that is true. Mm, I'll take your pity. Um, because it doesn't matter. I'm gonna pick Beth. Uh, Tess from Barbarian. Um, I think she's a great final. No? no, I'm picking. Well, I okay, both, then right? I pick Mia Allen. <laughs> For my next pick, <laughs> so we're doing one more. So, we're doing four. So picks we're total. all getting one yes. more. Okay. I have another okay, one Jamie, on my list. Who's your other one? I want Tree. Uh, Tree uh, is from Happy Death Day. Oh, I was she gives. Oh yeah. I want that tree from Halloween. Like, like the have ins? you guys like... seen it? No, but she's uh, she reminds me of Grace a lot. You know, mm, okay. she's very fun. I'm excited to watch Happy Death Day. It's unfortunate that it's Jash's movie because I really don't want to watch it just to spite <laughs> Jash. Um, but I, I am. That's completely fair. I know. He's not even. He's, he's not, he's not watch participating any of in Horror Month at all. I don't get it. I'm, gl- yeah. I'm glad we've had the Foster the Meeple replacements to replace mm-hmm. Jeff uh, mm-hmm. throughout Horror Month. It's made, mm-hmm. it's made the world of difference. Max, um, yes. do you remember yes, when uh, you came to visit us and we went to PEI and then we watched that thunderstorm through the big windows? Yeah. Remember that? 
Do you remember do. we watched a horror movie that night? We watched Hush. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maddie was on my list. Hush is an was, excellent movie. She's also a great final girl. Agreed. Agreed. That would be very good. Very good pull. Did you enjoy that movie, Jamie? I did. Okay. It's just Jeff trolling me, like always. I've come to expect he that. He didn't like it? Oh. No. The other day, we were ta- he was telling me how I would hate watching movies with him because he's always on his phone. And maybe that's true yes. that I would hate watching movies with him. But I was he like, is. Jeff, I've watched a movie with you before, and I had a very good time. And he was like, what are you talking about? And I said, we watched Hush in PEI. And he was like, oh, Jamie and I didn't watch that. We, we didn't like it. We were on our phone. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> but I'm glad to know that that's not entirely true. No, and that's because just the... I, remember, I remember all of it because I remember the, the twist at the ending. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic movie. Also, man, watching those thun- that thunderstorm through the PEI windows, one of like maybe like a top 10 life experience. Right. That was so cool. So Nobody cool. here. Uh, well, Doolin and Kenny weren't there. But just picture this. The lights are out. There's windows everywhere. It's a thunder and lightning storm. And there's over the four, ocean. Over the ocean. And there's four adults every time a lightning bolt goes going, woo. Yeah. And we did, <laughs> and we did it for like. Entire time. <laughs> we did An it for hour. hours. Yeah. Like, That's awesome. Crazy. <laughs> woo, woo. I have video. I'll send it to you guys. It was so fun. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Come All right. Back. Are y'all ready for my last pick? Yeah. Is it from Space I didn't Jam? think of it. I didn't think of it until the final round after it already like passed for me. And I was like, oh, she's such a good final girl. Um, so this one, none of us would have thought of because it's actually from a TV show. But I'm well, going to pick Nancy true. from Stranger Things because of her character arc and just how much she's grown from that victim to the BA that she is in the last season that we watched. Um, so I'm picking Nancy. The Stranger isn't over, though. I don't care. So, so what if right she now, dies? Also, why wouldn't I, you pick Eleven? <laughs> but just literal she superpowers. Uh, like uh, Nancy, Nancy fits the bill more. Yeah, I think Eleven's gonna die in the final season. If I knew I could pick Eleven, she'd be my number one pick, hands down. Well, Do I don't care cheater. because I have. Okay, fine, 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 fine. fine. I'm picking Michonne from I The Walking Dead. I'm, <laughs> I want to pick. I want to pick one that makes sure that I actually win. Uh, I have Ripley. I have Sally from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I have Sarah Connor, and I'm gonna round it off with Alice from Friday the Thirteenth. Even though she's kind of a weaker character, but she yeah, survives the first one. That's uh, but like the first one's not even Jason. It's literally a middle aged woman. Jason's in the first one. Yeah, for <laughs> for two seconds. <laughs> But he's in the first one, and she survives. But also, isn't she just, like, one of the ones that just survives? Like, she doesn't do anything in particular. You know what? Never mind. This she, is, I'm she, sorry. I'm not I'm not trying to uh, begrudge your picture. She doesn't have to do much, because guess what? Sarah Connor and Ripley are going to do most of the heavy lifting. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Run us I picked, through. I literally picked a team of girls who are just, like, having fun. <laughs> hey, that's on brand, and I love it. Oh, Run God. us through your picks one time, Doolin. I got Ripley from Alien. I got Sally from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I got Sarah Connor from the Terminator series. And lastly, I have Alice from Friday the 13th. And Jamie? I have Grace from Ready or Not. I have Dana from Cabin in the Woods. Nancy, Nightmare on Elm Street, 
coming at you in your dreams and tree from Happy Death Day. It's like Groundhog Day, only better. When you said Nancy from Nightmare on Street, I was like, Nancy from Stranger Things? <laughs> yeah. 11. <laughs> gotcha. I almost picked the girl from Fear Street, but I haven't seen the final movie, so I didn't I didn't do that. But uh, I guess that's not a TV show. Those are movies. Never mind. Um, Sydney Prescott from Scream. Naru from Prey. Susie Banyan from the Suspiria 1977. And Mia Allen from Evil Dead 2013. Um, so my, my picks, they're, they're picks from the heart. That's all I remember <laughs> that. They're not powerhouses like Doolin's, um, Ripley, and Y'all Sarah Connor, but... <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I feel, I feel pretty uh, all right. I, yeah. I think Doolin's got it. I think people are going to look at Doolin's and go, oh yeah, obviously these are the people I want protecting me, but... Oh, I he'll get the people's Lori. vote for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Man of the people. I just want validation for the people, so I'm going to feel bad. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to pick Lori from Halloween, classic iconic, Rocky from Don't Breathe, uh, Beth from Evil Dead Rise, and Tess from Barbarian. Good pick, Skinny. I really love your picks. You're, you're, you're my winner. I would pick Katniss you. Katniss Everdeen, you. Pick the girl you, on fire. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be good if Jamie got picked in like a draft of some sort to be killed. And she'd be like, I volunteer. I volunteer yeah. tribute. <laughs> Yo, you know, uh, for real though, I would love to play like a Final Girl scenario that's like the Hunger Games. Yes. That'd be awesome. I have an That'd idea called Final Girl Face-Off. And I have no idea how it worked. And no, we're not swapping faces like that stupid movie you guys made me watch. <laughs> oh my gosh, Face Off's amazing. Dude, look, I you know what? I picked John Travolta as my final girl. <laughs> when I was watching, okay, this is a tangent, but when I was watching that movie, I'm like, they're literally taking their faces off. Like, forget, forget about bone structure. Forget about eyeballs. Forget about body type. Are you Hey, they me? answered the body type question. They answered John the body Travol- type question. No, I'm sorry, but John Travolta's cheekbones are up here, and Nick Cage's face is like <laughs> a, this wide, and John Travolta has a box head. You're trying to tell me. I no. love it. It's so stupid. I hated it. <laughs> so like, they're like staple their face. I was like, hi, hi, John Travolta. <laughs> exactly. Ugh. The ni- the 90s were a wild time. Oh man, Face Off so good. I thought it was a hockey movie at first. I had no idea. <laughs> I, I literally went in without any spoilers at all. I didn't even know about the face <laughs> swapping and it was awesome. What a movie. Are you What? You, okay. I didn't know about it. It's so good. It was great. What do you think the movie is called? Why do you think the movie is called Face Off? I thought it was a hockey movie, Kenny. <laughs> oh, you're being serious. Okay. <laughs> I'm being serious. When I heard the term face off, I thought it was like a, a, a legal drama where they were both like courtroom detectives and they were going head to head. They were facing face off. off in the courtroom. No. That was it's the so only thing that I could that. think of. I don't I, I can't imagine things, Kenny. You think I just would have imagined their heads coming off and going on to each other's bodies? Like it's I can't just do their that. face, not their okay, heads. Okay, my bad faces. That you know, it's in the title. I should have known. Do you know what's a better version of face off? Mrs. Doubtfire. Friday, Freaky Friday, <laughs> Freaky Friday, Freaky Friday, is, Freaky Friday is the true face off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my also, Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, yeah, I know our scream queen herself. <laughs> She's mm-hmm. there. Uh, honorable mention: the girl from Freaky Friday. 
<laughs> I, are there any honorable mentions you have? I was trying to think of some. Eleven's a good shout, but we're not counting TV. So is Nancy, I guess. I don't. I don't know if I have any honorable. Mentions. I guess <laughs> she's literally named after one. Uh, yeah. I was. I don't. I. Yeah, I don't have any. I had Shelley from The Shining written down as one. If Ooh. I had to pick another one, you know, uh, Lena from Annihilation isn't a bad. Isn't a bad shout. I don't know if if you would consider that, Kenny. I've not seen Annihilation. Oh, so. what? You have I just assume you've seen everything like horror related. Um well you all should watch Annihilation. It's it's very good. I considered uh so two two I think two good ones is uh Emily Blunt from A Quiet Place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Solid. She's got the motherly love, making sure keeping her family going. And I also think um uh from us, um I think her new, the character's name is Adelaide. Adelaide and yeah. Red, yeah. Yeah. With another good one. What about, what about uh no. Kiki? Kiki, yeah. What about uh, Needy from Jennifer's Body? Does that count? I've never if seen. If only that. the men are being killed. Yeah, I mean, I I, I like Jennifer's Body a lot, so yeah. I'd say yes. Amanda Seyfried. Is it Seyfried or Siegfried? I can't remember. Siegfried. No, Siegfried. She's like she's she acts the hell out of that movie for no reason. Like she's opposite Megan Fox. She really doesn't need to try that hard. <laughs> And she yeah. just destroys that movie. She's incredible. Uh, Christine from Drag Me to Hell. I mean, sure. Wait, wouldn't it count? I would think it would count. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think she's a very good fan. No, I don't either. I don't think it's a very good movie. Um, okay, well, I disagree there. <laughs> I I thought of this about halfway through. It's not a horror film at all, but like her arc is very final girl e and i think that might add to why i like it uh knives out you remember how like the girl like she begins as the victim and like over time mm-hmm. she becomes like this investigative like important role like i i don't know her character feels very final girly the bunch of rich people where it's f the rich again well yeah i don't agree with yep. you but that's okay <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you're all for the rich max no i agree with that part it. I don't agree. <laughs> oh my god, I hate it here. I always knew Thanks it. Thanks for listening to the Board Game Box Office Podcast. Thanks, Jamie, for joining us. Our Foster the Meeple and also Van Ryder Games representation. Thanks for taking the time out of your day to talk Final Girl with us. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, everybody, thank you for listening. We hope you had a wonderful time. I'm sure you did just as much as we did. I don't know why I'm talking for you. You don't care if you had a good time. Whatever. I'm not even going to put this in. <laughs> Kenny's going to edit this out. Or he Ooh. probably won't. Anyways, Ariel from the Little Mermaid. No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time on Board Game Box Office. What about Nala from Lion King? Uh-oh. <laughs> Earmuffs, Kyle. <laughs> Let's get out of here. <laughs>